How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't going to waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? Well, you don't know that I'm going to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. Well, how much is you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, Elsa. like the International House of Pancakes. The man makes motion in bed. Watch it stand straight. Your fat body come and build with God body. Hardly any chicken heads, fake jacks, or robbed by me. Hey, welcome to the Black Eyes Hills Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. Now we're back for another episode. Do some feedback on a Saturday. Yes, sir. And of course, if you're listening to the show, you probably already know this. But in case you're not a regular listener and you just happen to hear this playing in the iPod that you stole from that guy at the gym, um, (laughs) you can find this podcast uh, on iTunes, Facebook, or Podomatic. Just search for The Black Guy Who Tips. And, uh, you know, look us up, man. We, we, you know, you can Google us and, uh, you can find the show that way. And, uh, today's show is all about feedback. Yes, sir. And it's all about interacting with our listeners who, you know, give us emails, voicemails, and things of that nature, reviews on iTunes. Um, of course, the official weapon of the podcast is the Taser. 
and the unofficial sport of the podcast is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And uh, don't forget also, you know, when you join our group on Facebook, you know, make sure that you uh, share our links to our show on your Facebook page so people can hear it that are your friends. Yes, sir. And maybe they can join our group. Our group just got to 1,500 members today. Wow. Big yeah. numbers. So thank you guys that are out there spreading the word and everybody that's, uh, you know, putting it on their pages and telling people to come. Come check us out. Thank you, guys. It really does help. Um, we also uh, had an ad on uh, Keith and the Girls podcast. We yes. Sponsored the show Thursday yes. with Patrice on yes. there. So shout out to any Keith and the Girls listeners that's listening to us. Yeah. And, uh, the, you know, the cool thing about that is, you know, people donate to our show. You know, we pay it forward, man. Like, we're yeah. trying to make sure that we get the word out there. Um, to keep bringing in uh, more listeners and, you know, keep making a better quality product. Yes, sir. So, you know, it's through your sponsorship, your donation, that we're able to spread the word about us. Like, we're not actually going out and uh, spending this money and doing fun shit. I mean, that would be awesome. Yes, that would be. But, uh, you know, we're trying to make the product grow, and uh, every dollar does help, you know. So, when you go to theblackguywhotips.com and you look on the right-hand side and you see that donate button... You know, hit us up, man. PayPal us a little couple of dollars, man. Yes, no amount is too big or too small. And on top of that, when we do blow up, we just have more awesome stories to tell on the podcast, though. Yeah, y'all can remember when we wasn't shit, you know. Yes, um, now we popping, popping bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, of course, to uh, to call the show, you get 704-557-0186. Uh, that's how you leave a voicemail for the show. And uh, we play those, and we're going to do some voicemail feedback in a few minutes uh also of course you can email the show the black guy who tips at gmail.com yes and you can follow us on twitter uh on twitter i'm uh at rodimus prime um say that again that as in d-a-t and of course just like the last two shows this podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions yes sir visit www shadowdogproductions.com although I'm sure it'll come up if you just type in shadowdogproductions.com um but uh what they basically sell there uh what do you think they sell the shadow dog can think they sell maybe dogs or shadows no mm-mm, no this isn't a kennel um this, <laughs> this is not the name of Mike Vick's uh Dog fighting ring. Yeah, so for those of you that are Googling that, you'll be highly disappointed because he's not on the side. Yeah, so if you're in the dog fighting, do not go to Shadow Dog Productions. No. Or if you like shadows, do not go to Shadow Dog Productions. But if you would like to listen to 10 to 30 minute audio plays while you are dog fighting, maybe you dog fight with your iPod on. Yeah, so maybe you outside glancing at your shadow. Yes, maybe, yeah. Maybe you're a hedgehog and you're looking to see if we're going to have six more uh, weeks of winter. Yes, it's almost about that time. So if you're into that kind of stuff and you like to have audio playing in the background, then why don't you check out ShadowDogProductions.com for 10 to 30 minute audio plays, which are like those old radio plays from the 20s and 30s. You pay a couple bucks, download them uh, to your iPod or your MP3 player, and you listen to them while you drive, work out, run, whatever, dogfight, you know, come out to Come out your hole, look at your shadow, see if we're at six more weeks of winter. Whatever you're doing. So whatever you're doing, you know what I'm saying, you make sure that you check it out and um, you know, they're sponsoring the show and we you know, definitely want you guys to go over there and you know, some of you guys can't donate. Some of you guys don't have time 
But look, you're probably in front of a computer now at your desk job that you hate and you're thinking about slitting your wrist. And you're like, I wish I could live my dreams. Yes, sir. I wish I could be driving a nice car and do good shit. Well, look, why don't you help me and Karen out by clicking on ShadowDogProductions.com? Because that is one way that we can live our dreams. Yes, sir. So maybe only one of us gets out. Don't be a crab in a barrel. Help us get out. Yes. Help us help you. Yes. Help these two niggas on the mic. Because you can, you too can vicariously live through us and our adventures on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, there's a new audio play every week. And they range from comedies, horror, drama, and science fiction. Woo! Um... <laughs> so just go to shadowdogproductions.com and uh, check them out, man. Seriously, we, you know, click on that shit for real. And, you know, while you're there, maybe you buy something. 99 cent, is that too much to ask? Okay? You can't even get stuff from the 99 cent store for 99 cent anymore. Hell no, I tell you, taxes, 106, 110, 112, depending on your taxes in your state. Plus, it's the dollar store now. Oh, it's the dollar store? Exactly. It's not the 99 cent store anymore, Karen. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's right. It's a sham, I tell you. <laughs> Alright, man. So, uh, you ready to do some feedback? Let's do it. Alright, let's play some of these voicemails first. Um, well, let me turn up the volume before I do that and play. What's up, I'm Gary. It's Charlie Scoot on Twitter. Um, want to say, love the show. Good calling to say, um, Rod, you did a great job on the Playhead uh, show last night. Love how you, uh, articulated your points and you know, move the conversation along. It's a great job. Um, oh, yeah. Seems like the wolf nails are uh, rather the, the intro is kind of long. But uh, I'll just fucking with you for a minute. So I got to go to work, and I'm almost late. So I'll get you late on Twitter. Yeah. What the hell? Is he oh. running from the police? Uh, no, they asked him. I think so. We got the need for speed. <laughs> I think we got to hang up, baby. Live on the set of Fast and Furious 5. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we thank you, Vin Diesel, for that phone call. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Vin Diesel has a secret account, Trojan Scooter, on Twitter. Yes. I did not know he got down like that, man. Um... Uh, yeah, I was on the Player Hater podcast uh, talking about religion and relationships, and I had a good time um, talking with, uh, I think, Tar Heel Philly called in, Adjective J called in, uh, Phenom Black uh, from Where's My 40 Acres podcast, he called in, and we just basically kicked it about, you know, religion and relationships and, you know, how it can be a hindrance sometimes if you let it and you know, just different lessons you learn, and of course, some people were, you know, kind of on the, I guess, the other side of it, if you want to call it that. I don't, you know, those religion discussions are kind of confusing anyway. So. I know. But uh, it was cool, man, and of course, The Player Hater has a podcast. Just go to The Player Hater. Just search The Player Hater on iTunes. Um, and the name of this show, in particular, is The Tough Love Show, so you might have to search for that separately. But uh, if you want to hear me talk about religion and relationships, and uh, don't worry, it didn't get all, you know, crazy, and I don't talk down to people and shit because of their religion. I don't really care, give a fuck. Um, so, it's, but it was pretty cool, and... Um, you know, everybody that called in, thank you for participating. And, of course, we all know the player hater is my real friend. You know, he's 
You know, some people have fake ass friends on the internet, but I, I mean, if you ask the player head, he will tell you. Rod is my real ass friend. That's what we say. We, you know, we homeboys. We like blood brothers. Like I would take a bullet for the player hater. You know what I'm saying? If they came, they come. If they coming for you, player hater, they coming for us, baby. We real friends on Facebook and on Twitter. Yep, that's your New Year's resolution. I mean, exactly. We real friends now. There's nothing he can say to stop it. All right, so we got another voicemail. Hey, Rod here. This is Nine Crown. Would you like to learn how to make extra money? Uh, I'm just fucking with y'all. <laughs> in 2011, people continue to do dumb shit, so you two will continue to have things to talk about on the podcast. Thank you, Rod, for speaking on exiting the friend zone via pulling out sticks. For years, I've championed this strategy. Of course, it doesn't work all the time. But 55% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> and what more natural way is there to show a woman that you like her and pull on your penis out? Notice I said woman. No country for TCAP. <laughs> Another strategy that has a high success rate is the let me take your coat off, then walk up behind you and caress your breast technique. Notice I said caress. Growth of the breast may lead to a slap or a kick to the ball. Caressing, on the other hand, will lead to nervous laughter at the worst. Uh, hey, I was reading this week that 50 Cent was being brought up on charges by the SEC. I didn't know that Cam Newton's father contacted 50 Cent too. <laughs> and my last piece of feedback involves the bad girl club. I vote to refer to Sydney as Winky. And she has the same reddish, pinkish, dead behind the eyes type hair as Pinky does. Sydney <laughs> has probably been just as sexually active as Pinky, minus the pay and the STD screen. <laughs> but she doesn't have the ass the size of two glazed hands like Pinky does. Yeah, that's all I have. Shout out to Justin, Will, and the other podcast here. Keep up the great work, and I'll continue to spread the word. Oh, oh cool, man. Well, thank, thank you, Montarius you. Prime. I mean, Magnum K. I mean, uh, thanks, man, for calling in. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, the exit in the friend zone thing, it works every time. It's not 65% of the time. It works 100% of the time. Because the, the goal isn't to have sex with her. See, y'all think, that's what y'all get messed up. Y'all think my advice is, how to get sex from a friend no it's how to get out of the friend zone you pull your dick out you are firmly out of the friend zone no matter what happens at the end of that period your ass is not a friend anymore you are either <laughs> cool fucking or, or you're you not ain't. yeah yes that cut and dry so anyway um and of course yes you don't try it on to catch a present you don't try it on girls or little kids of course you don't do that it goes without saying I hope y'all ain't listening. If you're to catch, if you've been on to catch a predator, and you are not Chris Hansen or one of the people that worked at a decoy or something like that, yeah, this uh, is your cop, warning. Yeah, stay, stay away from my show. show. Yes, There's no pedophiles allowed, please. No. Um, and of course, I've tried the breast caress thing before. Um, when I was younger, I was probably in like eighth or ninth grade or something like that, and uh. It worked, man. I mean, I I actually went to uh, ninth grade social with that girl. 
Uh, and all I did was to, to, to come up behind and try to grab the booby stain. Now, I don't know what possessed me to think I could because I don't think <laughs> I had <laughs> ever said more than a couple words to that chick before. But, you know, when you're in ninth grade, it's just like, you know, you're desperate for boob. You can't help it. It's like crack. You know, like, I need to have some. I never had it before. And then hanging around. It's all you think about. And I was like, I'm going to fill these boobies. And I did. Well, no, actually, I got close. And then a teacher walked in. And I was like, oh, shit. And I had to go do something else. I just pretend like I was helping her or something. But I don't know why that teacher came in at that time. But I don't know. Probably saved me. I was in love with that girl. I, I almost felt those boobs. <laughs> Alright, so we got another voicemail. Hey, what's going on, y'all? My choice, Kay. It's a little late over here, man. It's going on 1 o'clock. Got to be an hour later on y'all, man. I'm a little drunk. Been going P O R K on some drinks, special. But, um, just call in, man, because that, uh, that friend zone. Killer that you put out there, man, by pulling your dick out, that was right on the money. And you know, I've been in the friends on before, I ain't no place you want to be. But then you killed it, and I'll be spreading that one around. Anyway, I was just watching TV here lately, and I guess it hadn't been, you know, so recent, but that's just something I noticed. Have y'all noticed that there's been a lot of Obama looking? People on these commercials these days, everybody's kind of high yellow, you know, brown paper bag color, you know, all these commercials, man. And it's just funny to see see the phenomenon taking place. Anyway, man, short and sweet. Take it, y'all later, man. Enjoying the show. Peace out. <laughs> Martorius. I know. Uh, my, thank you. Montoyas. <laughs> hey. Thank you, Montoyas. Uh, first of all, um, I have noticed the Obama commercial thing. I have, man. Like, that is something I've noticed for a while. And you know what's so weird about it is you would think that that would be very polarizing because there's, of course, there's a bunch of people that are, like, cool, happy to have a black president. But that shit wore off kind of fast. You know, yes, and indeed. it made me wonder, like, how many negative associations are being made with people that look like Obama also. That's true, too, now. Because, uh, you know, it, when you see these, like, I saw something the other day, and these Republicans were still talking about his birth certificate. Like, what, what the fuck? Like, it's been two years. Are you serious? Yes, two they years. Don't a, they don't got nothing else. And, and the funny part about it, we got an economy that's tanking, unemployment at about 10%. We got niggas over there getting shoot and shot in Iraq. And y'all talking about a fucking president's birth certificate? For real? What yeah, it, it's insane Like how disconnected they are from the common concerns of everyday citizens. Except, there's probably a lot of everyday citizens that are angry to have Obama as their president. And they question his uh, nationality or authenticity, really. That's really what they're questioning. And you know that a lot of this is because he don't look like them. And, you know, he's the first African-American president. And, you know, it comes from a racial place, I believe. Uh, I don't think that anyone would keep questioning this shit for two years if they weren't simply, you know, one of those racist people that couches their racism in other shit but this is fucking like so wait everything you hate just happens to be about black people but you don't hate but you're not racist 
You know? Yeah, then that doesn't make any sense to me. And on top of that, it kind of upsets you because you're like, we're out of all the cracker presidents. All the white presidents we've had in the past. You go say cracker again, Karen. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. Stop. You don't even talk like this when the mic is off. Gotta stop calling people crackers. Clove, I'm sorry. This is the second time that she did this. You see what I'm dealing with, Clove? Y'all think I'm the asshole. No. Clove got Shirley, which is his peanut butter. You know, you put peanut butter on the crackers. Whatever, Karen. (laughs) Hide your racism however you want to. You just as bad. I am not. You racist, too. No, I don't. I don't be calling nobody crackers. What's wrong with you? This is a hot mic, and I don't edit nothing out, so the racism is known. No no wonder you hang out with Ty Diamond on Xbox. Is this what y'all talk about on Xbox Live? Uh-huh. Crackers, crackers and cheese. Yeah. Y'all bad influence. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, it's racist that these motherfuckers keep questioning Obama's nationality. The motherfucker's American, okay? Just leave him alone. Now, if you don't like him, you ain't got to like him. Just be like, I don't like that nigga. That's what I do. Well, I don't like niggas. I don't like him. I don't need a reason. Just don't, just don't like this motherfucker. You ain't got to be like, oh, his, his birth certificate is, oh, I need to see it. I don't need to see. I've never asked for anyone's birth certificate in my life in any situation I've ever been in. And on top of that, my thing is that he has a driver's license. He can vote like, I don't understand what continues to make them think. I've never even seen my own birth certificate. Oh, you haven't? And then these, <laughs> And the thing is, like, it's not like the motherfucker talks with an accent or something. It's not like... He's up there giving, giving speeches like, my fellow citizens. And we're like, what the fuck? What language is this? <laughs> no, he's fucking American. All right, leave him alone. Jesus. He's English. Just talk about his policies and don't like that shit. That's, that's, I like it better when y'all just did that. Damn. Anyway, got another voicemail. Let's see. I hope this isn't from a white person. This Karen is racist. I am not. Hey, what's up? It's Kamal. A.K.A. Mr. Westside on Twitter. Quick question. Kind of brief. Um, who do you think will be the 10 freshmen for Double XL this year, 2011? Last year was kind of good. Except for, you know, one person that we all know. Who do you think will be the 10? I already know Chris and the other will probably be on there. Who do you think will fill out the rest of the roster? Alright, well thank you for calling Mr. Westside. Um the thank only you. the only problem is I can't name eight to ten new rappers that I heard of just in the last year and I'm assuming that's what the freshman thing is. Okay. Um and I, I don't really read Double XL or the source. I stopped with that bullshit a long time ago. So um I don't really know man and I I, I don't wanna like give you, you know, a crazy ass answer some bullshit that I don't know, so I'm just gonna say the one dude I've been checking out lately is uh, Tyron T-I-R-O-N um, I listened to that like the last couple, like maybe the last week and a half, and uh, I like that album um, and that's really about all the new people I heard of course Nipsey Hussle, who I think was on it last year, so I don't think, I don't know what the rule is, can you be on it twice, like yeah. yeah, so don't give me the line, man. That's a good question for where's my 40 acres and uh, Brandon and those dudes to answer. Um, but uh, thanks for calling in anyway. And I always see you retweet uh, the show when we uh, put out a new show. And I thank, thank you, you for that. So, um, all right, man, let's uh, do some 
Oh yeah, we got some comments on the Podomatic page. Let's do those real quick. Cool. We got one from Deborah that says, I really enjoy your show. My coworkers told me about you guys. I'm so hooked now. I upgraded to an HTC Evo phone and got a tweet account so I can follow you guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Yeah, we got people spending money on phones and coworkers talking about us in their office. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And the funny part about it, guys, y'all talk more about us at y'all job than I do at mine. Yeah, I can't even tell my... I got a friend that might... I mean, as far as I know, my coworker could be listening to the show. I don't know. But uh, I will not be the one to tell him about it. No. He's always like, man, you got a new podcast that you listening to? I'll be like, no. Because I fuck around to tell him. I can't even tell him about other podcasts that I've been on. Because they might be like, so I was listening to a Sandy Check. And uh, it sounded like your ass was on there talking about niggas. What is up, Rod? Yes. So. Yes. And at, and at my job, I was listening to uh, uh, Shirley and Clove, uh, Chonella. And one of my coworkers she said, what you listening to? I said, a podcast. She said, what you listening to? I said, a podcast. <laughs> I said, because they shot me out directly. Oh, no. Yeah. I love you guys, but uh, I'm an undercover podcaster, y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah, I ain't out the podcast closet yet. Me either. If this shit starts paying the bills, and I will. I'll what? be fucking wearing shirts. What? Be- I will be out in the closet. <laughs> I will have logos. I know. I'll be introducing myself as Thought Leader Rodimus Prime of yes. uh, the Black Guy with Tips Podcast. Now that we'll paint the logo on our damn door. I get paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and then we had another t- uh, comment. Uh, it said, when we did the 100, episode 108, setting black people back in 2010, mm-hmm. uh, somebody responded, 50 Tyson has autism. Come on. And I'm saying, yes, exactly. Come on. Give this man his props. He was able to set black people back with autism. Now you not now how are you gonna sit up here and use it as a hindrance like oh leave him alone. No, I'm giving him his credit. He put black people back to almost slavery with a bunch of YouTube videos. And he got autism. Ah, now ah. we're gonna celebrate that kid that hit all them threes that had autism. Yeah. Had the shit on ESPN, the sports center, and uh outside the lines. If we're gonna celebrate the victories of autism, do we need to celebrate the lows of autism? Treat them just like us, alright? Plus, you know how I feel that the autistic people are probably assholes. Most of the time, not all the time, just most of the time. So, there's all, you know, we have to deal with that. So, 50 Tyson might be an asshole. We can't let his autism stop us from calling him out and be like, hey, dog, you're doing too much. Stop. Anyway. Um... We have some comments on the Facebook page, of course. Uh, under the episode 112, you'll always be Eddie Winslow to us. That's the latest episode. Yes, you will. Close says, great show, guys. Shirley and I are going to check out the BGC on the Ox. Yes, sir. You guys made it sound so juicy. And the trailer is out of control. Oh, we seen the trailer, brother. Yes, sir. We seen the trailer. And this, uh, it is out of control. So, yes. You hopping in at the right time. Yes, you are. Get in early, clothes. Do yes. not watch this shit in front of your kids. Yeah, yeah. Those of you that have kids, it's too much breast and cussing and, and booty for the children. Sorry. Yeah, don't watch this shit in front of your kids. Uh, my man Q hits us up and says, Wait a sec. You don't like any show with a laugh track? Slash studio audience. What about shows like Martin, Seinfeld, The Cosby Show, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air? You know the classics. Yeah, uh, those go in the vault queue. 
So those are okay. Like anything that's in the vault, uh, which Cole described uh, earlier uh, on his show, um, the vault is pretty much. Um, and his show is Chonella.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, just go there and check it out. And his, it, like, the vault thing is basically like, look, when I was a kid, shit happened, and I was cool with it, because I was a fucking kid. But now I'm an adult, and you don't get to tell me when the fuck to laugh. I'm sorry, I'm insulted by it. <laughs> How about you be funny and I pick where to laugh? None of this shit is good. Anything with a laugh track that isn't ironic probably fucking sucks, to be honest with you. I'm not watching Two and a Half Men, So I Married Your Mother, whatever the fuck else, dumbass sitcoms you gotta watch. That's stupid. Stop doing shit like that. That's for children now to watch and think that it was good. Um, Keith writes in, I like the Bad Girls Club, and I know it's trash. I also like The Last Dragon, Soul Plane, and a few other things that are trash. You need that in your life sometimes. I agree, Q. The whole key is the prerogative. You just have to have that perspective where you're like, hey, yes, it's trash. I don't give a fuck. I don't know why these people write me when I tell them their movies that I saw suck. Like, hey, dude, calm down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sucked. You like some trashy shit. I like trashy shit all the time. Um, Of course, Get Out of the Friend Zone was another one we got a few comments on. Keith says, shout out to our thought leader. Um, <laughs> it's two things I believe you can fake. A lawyer, especially on petty cases, you can always advise your client to plea. Then there's a doctor of psychology because all you have to do is give common sense advice. People look to Steve Harvey for relationship advice. And he also says, the sword man came out of the house saying, just you fought the police against Kung Fu Joe? <laughs> He's talking about the drunk dude that got killed by the cops because he had a sword and he thought he was a oh, badass. Yes, he did. And, uh, of course, Michelle says, I'm re-listening to this, and towards the end, we get a little wild. And, uh, yes, that's because Michelle was drinking wine. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. So, um, we also had a couple reviews on iTunes. Um, let's read those real quick. Cool. Um, Mizzy Poo writes our review, and we always really like when you guys give us reviews, man. It's very helpful. Thank you, guys. And it's another free way to spread the word. Yes, it is. This podcast is my fave so far. Love the variety and the randomness. Also, the chemistry between Ron and Karen, as well as the other guests, keep them coming. Thank you. Thank you. We do have good chemistry, and uh, I appreciate it. Um, and other guests are cool too. Some people don't even like us to have guests. I know. Some people like just to be me and you. Don't Shirley you? Wong was like, "Why you keep inviting these niggas over your house?" I know, right? <laughs> I'm trying to tell her like they they showing up anyway. I have nothing to do with this shit. I know. We got on schedule. They're like, "When we supposed to be up there?" Yeah, they text me. I say, "Don't come." They they just show up at five. Um, <laughs> Jungle Jam Jam Janners. I don't know what that means. Jungle Janners. Maybe her name's Janet. I don't know. Uh, happened uh, across episode 107 while following the great Bomani Jones on Twitter. I listened to the whole thing and not only laughed, but also found myself researching info about the articles and stories they referenced. Like my title says, they are very insightful on a variety of subjects. People of all race, creed, sexual orientation, whatever, will enjoy this series. I'm a middle class white guy, and I can't wait for the next podcast to be posted. Creative! Just like the title of the pod. Cheers. Well, cheers to you, Jungle Janners. We love you. Thank, thank you. you. Yes, thank you. So we appreciate these, man. And uh, 
yeah, definitely, man. Anytime you can write us a review or something like that, we're always looking up, looking for that kind of shit. And we are. And just for you guys to know, we do love all races, creeds, colors, and religions. Even though I just say I'm racist, which I'm not. Well, you got to stop calling people racist names. Chinks, crackers, those are racist epitaphs handed down by the white man. Oh, so niggas ain't by the white man either? Yes, it is. <laughs> but not with the A-S. It's the E-R. Okay. Niggers? Yeah, I don't okay, use I'm, that I'm, as I'm often. I'm bad, I'm bad. Thank you. Stop being racist. You sound like Vic in here last week. <laughs> and it's MLK weekend, and this is how you do, Karen. Well, I don't give a damn. Nothing like ass got to work. Screw that, niggas. <laughs> I took I took Monday off. <laughs> Black Power, Morgan Campbell. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, so we got some emails, and this is a pretty long one. Um, hey, Rod and Karen. What's up? I'm an indie film producer, and I've been making movies in North Carolina for the past six years. Cool. Mm, you think indie film is pornography? I don't know. Mm. Indie mean the girls to shake their bellies? I don't know. You couldn't give me a camera and let me produce films. I think <laughs> I would be doing, I'd start with these altruistic, like, oh, I'm, I got these lofty goals, I'm going to make the next uh, Departed. And then by the end, I'd just be like, anyway, so I filmed my 12th porn this week. <laughs> <laughs> Gave up on that bullshit a long time ago. Fuck art. I need to get paid. Dividends. Ends. Bitches. <laughs> black guy who tips porn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would name it that. I don't please know. don't. I think I would try to keep it unaffiliated with my life. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I'm an indie film producer. I already covered that. County voiceover product projects. County voiceover projects and comedy skits, etc. I have a, I've had a couple of dozen casting calls, and you know what a casting call is, right? That's Thanks. when you put out the actors and stuff, like you put out a bulletin or whatever. It's like, all right, I need a seven middle age, or oh, I need a, a middle aged man who uh, you know has a country accent or some shit. Mm-hmm. A bunch of actors show up and they all you know try to show you know how they can play the role. Um, like some of the casting calls, like, on, on, uh, that I've seen, like, for movies and shit, a lot of times it's funny because they'll write these very vague, stereotypical descriptions, and it'll normally be racist, and it's so funny, you know, it's like, need an Asian man with, uh, glasses holding a camera that can't speak good English. And you're like, wow, well, that is fucked up. But they what? know exactly what they want. Why did, why did they go, we need a black woman with a nasty attitude and yeah. 12 pounds of weave in her head with a big booty and big breasts? Yeah, they'll say that. Ghetto okay. black yeah. woman or something yes. like that. Listen anyway. Project, yes. Yeah. Another black person, upstanding Obama type. You know, shit like that. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not making that up. Wow. Uh, let's see. One thing hasn't changed in all that time. Despite how many talented minority actors there are in North Carolina and surrounding states, States. Very few will come to a casting call for a white-sounding production company unless there is a role that specifically calls for minority actors. Mm. The problem? Question mark. Color never enters my mind when writing scripts or when casting, so I don't see character A as a white or black or Asian or Hispanic person when I'm writing up the casting sheet. I'm going to cast the best actor to walk through the door, no matter what color he or she is. In fact, for certain roles where it wouldn't drastically change the script, I've cast the the opposite gender for a role because that is the best actor in the room. Uh, the same with age. I've written roles because the best actor was older or younger. 
Oh, I've rewritten roles. I'm sorry. Because the best actor was older or younger. So he's like, okay, it was an older guy. I had this written for, you know, a younger dude that okay. could do stunts and shit. But fuck it, the older dude's a better actor. I'll take the stunts out or whatever. That's you know? right. I'm trying to find the best group of actors for a project because the only color I care about is green. I know it's so. Cha-ching, dog. Cha-ching. Yes, that's why I say you need to get into porn. The better the actors, the more money I can bank. That's the bottom line. But the problem is... Since I don't specify a certain race for the characters, most minority actors don't think they're going to get a fair shake in casting unless the production company sounds the color they are. So black actors will attend every casting call where the production company sounds black, Hispanic actors will uh, where the company sounds Hispanic, and so on. So, you know, that's that's so they're almost limiting themselves before they even, you know, can show up to get discriminated against. They're just like, fuck that. Yeah, I know I'm getting discriminated against. I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. Case in point, last summer I put an ad on the casting site looking for voiceover actors. I got over a hundred white actors responding and only five black actors and only two of them were any good. It's an ongoing project so as the months go by, it was time to put out another ad to deepen my talent pool and I got to thinking there's no way in hell there's only two good black voiceover actors in all of North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. So this time I wrote the ad asking uh, for only non-white actors and so far after just a week I've gotten 30 black actors uh, to apply some of whom were really good in their phone interviews now it's possible they missed the ad last summer or just got back into acting but that's a drastic difference yes it is oh and here's the kicker even though the ad specifically said I'm only interested in non-white actors I already gotten 8 white actors to apply that's like damn that I will <laughs> dance for you <laughs> which is more than the number of black actors actors who applied to my first and didn't mention color at all. Uh, that's kind of the aggressive attitude you need in this business if you're going to stand out and you have a chance of making it. In general, white actors are going to apply for everything, even if they have a 1% chance of getting the call. I don't blame them. In general, black actors have seeded some ground when the ad doesn't mention color and the production company sounds white, and that's on them. Because while there probably are some racist production companies out there, they're not going to last very long, and the vast majority are going to cast the best actors to walk in the door. That's right. So my point is, if you're a minority actor, try out every casting call that sounds legit, and don't mention race in the character breakdown. or And doesn't mention race in the character breakdown. Uh, in fact, it doesn't involve a long... If it doesn't involve a long drive, I've even tried out for ones that do say white. If... Or I'd even try out for ones that do say white. If you're good enough, you might get to get there and change your mind. That's true. Thanks. Love the show. All right. Yeah, I agree. You. Um, you're right. A lot of times people do limit themselves. And, you know, it really depends because um, you really have to be aggressive when you're in a competitive industry like that. Mm -hmm. You can't just say, well, this is black. Nobody wants to hear this. Or this is black. I should, you know, I'm black. I shouldn't even show up. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you give them a chance because you never know what the fuck people like. I look at our Facebook group sometimes. And we got a bad when you look at the people who have liked our fucking show, yeah, uh, you wouldn't always think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you go in my stereotypes and there's like a 40-year-old mother of five in the fucking, you know, like, I'm a stay-at-home mom. And they listen to the Blackout Tips, which is all about ignorance and, and bullshit. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> you would not think that, okay? There's all kinds of people that go to church and shit that fuck with us. Yes. So like, I'm you never want to assume no. Yeah, and the people that go to the clubs, and you know the twenty year olds and the college students. Like we have a vast variety of audience. Uh, we have black and white and Chinese and Japanese. We even got people who don't even speak our language. Can you talk to you out there, people? <laughs> So, I'm just saying, in general, don't tell yourself no before you can be told no. That's true. I would rather let them tell me no. Now, and it's easy for me to say, I get it, you know, maybe I just haven't been in that industry, yeah. I haven't been rejected enough, I haven't been beaten down, so I don't know, you know, and I would be interested to hear the other perspective from any black voice actors or actors. Yeah, if you're out there, we would like to hear from you. That listen to the show, um, you know, in a couple weeks, I'm trying to have a comedian on with us, my man, uh, Chris Lambert, and try you know maybe we'll talk to him I don't know if he's done tried out for acting and shit like that but I really do feel like if you don't have it in you to fight past no you're probably in the wrong industry you know what yes, I mean you are. Um, like cause people gonna tell you you can't do shit all the time yes they are you know I remember a lot of people nobody wanna listen to you sit around and talk about bullshit well people kinda do yeah, and you never more, know until you try. And more people than you think. And a lot of people, when we first started, a lot of people thought, well, y'all just, it's just me and Roderick. And they thought just me and Roderick were listening to this. And for a long time, I did too, until we started getting feedback. So I thank you very much for your feedback. So people are listening, and it makes a difference. Yeah. Um, my man Carl, what it is, Carl, said, what up, Karen and Rod? What's up? I think I'm finally caught up with the last couple of weeks. You guys make it tough, pumping out that product so quickly. Well, we are always here for you, brother. You remember that. We on top of it. When these other podcasts be like, it's Christmas. I'm taking the week off. You remember that the Black Eye Tips said, crazy shit keeps happening. I had to do an episode. Yes, we like I hop 24 <laughs> hours a day, babe. We keep flipping them pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, I'm thinking I'm finally, I'm finally caught up the last couple of weeks. So I, I love that. Uh, setting black people back in 2010 episode. It reminded me of the progress accord from the Chris Rock show. Oh yeah, I remember that skit. It's the one where he had a like a board behind him, and he takes uh like this icon of a black man in like a suit and shit, and he's like. You know, this happened and it moved black people 30 steps forward. And then this <laughs> happened and moved black people 20 steps back. And it was, it was really, it was really, the Chris Rock show was classic, man. I love that fucking show. Even with the studio audience. Yes. Um, I know you guys already did a feedback episode on it, but I also wanted to add a couple of things that think, that said black people back in 2010. One, Twitter. More specifically, Twitter trending topics. I know Twitter is really good for keeping up with the news, getting very views points and all that. We all love Twitter, but damn, we can sure tell when black people have taken it over by looking at the trending topics. As I'm typing this right now, the top ignorant trends are hood hoes and suburban hoes. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if people even notice this, but I don't participate in those bullshits. Mm-mm. And I, I mean, if you want to, that's on you. You know, you you do whatever you want to do. But I feel like those type of Twitter twins are really limiting, man. And it's just like all you're really doing is just talking shit about black people. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, unless I can think of a funny way to flip it, I'm not getting involved with most of these little bullshit Twitter Twitter trends. They're not. 
they're not that fun. It's like it's like those uh you know you ghetto jokes. Yes. Like yeah. you know you ghetto when you black. That's pretty much who it you <laughs> black, black ass nigga, you'll never be shit. Black ass yeah. black, you know you ghetto. Yes, you know you ghetto when you dark it in the paper bag. You know you ghetto. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. you know you ghetto cause you're African American in America and you'll never be shit. You're gonna drop out of school and have babies. It's all you good for. Ha ha ha. Isn't that a funny joke? No. no. Stop no. being racist, okay? <laughs> Only Karen is allowed to be racist here. Thank you very much. Mwah. Uh, New Mexico football coaches. We know it's tough for brothers to get coaching jobs in D1 football, and it's even tougher than the NFL. Uh, they pretty much have to settle for the worst openings available, and when they do get a chance to coach, uh, oh, when they do get a chance to coach. But did these New Mexico coaches have to be so bad? New Mexico State went 2-10, and and New Mexico went 1-11. and both were black coaches. Worse though, the New Mexico coach had to be suspended for punching out one of his assistants, and he was also sued for sexual harassment. He still has that job too. They might never hire brothers after this. Wow. Um, I would have put them on the list, but nobody gives a fuck about New Mexico. Like that's how they got the job. Wow. Everybody's like, okay, whatever. Like I, I wouldn't even have thought of this, even if you brought it up. So that's why that didn't make the list. Like New Mexico, okay. Is that even one of our states? Half the people in America probably think New Mexico is part of oh, Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Because Americans are stupid. Uh, <laughs> Martin Lawrence. <laughs> Martin Lawrence. Uh, okay. He said this set us back in 2010. I was thinking more 2011, but let's see here. This barely made it in 2010, but since they were blasting it all during the Heat Lakers game and Christmas, it still counts. Big mamas, like father, like son. We need this sequel. Like, TBS needs another Tyler Perry sitcom. Martin, what are you doing? You used to be Def Comedy Jam in this heyday. Now you're making a third one of these? Um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta definitely uh, say, Martin Lawrence, this shit is probably making the list in 2011. Oh, yeah, we already got the list cranking up. Yeah, so Big Mama's Like Father Like Son. It's definitely gonna be on yeah. the list. Stop, year. niggas, stop dressing up as women. This is bullshit. No, ah, who ah. the fuck thinks this shit is funny? Who? Oh, I'm sorry. Black women that go to church. Stop going to these Tyler Perry, Martin Lawrence yes. dress up like women movies. And to tell you the truth, I know I'm a woman, but damn, niggas, do you know how difficult it is to put on stockings and not catch a run? How hot that shit is? Do you know it's not all that comfortable to get dressed up and put on your makeup and put on your stockings and put on your bra? It is not all that comfortable. And they're putting on fat suits. Yeah. Because, you know, all black women are fat. No, they ain't. Apparently, Tyler Perry thinks so, and so does Martin Lawrence. Oh, y'all didn't want to confront the racism that he is bringing upon y'all, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, these niggas are talking shit about y'all subliminally black women. Y'all all got bad attitudes, and y'all fat, and y'all old. And we all eat chicken. Sad. Sad. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> um... <clears throat> I'm glad you guys mentioned eventually bringing back old episodes, and I agree. The flow of the show has gotten a lot smoother since. Uh, I'd still like to hear shows 1 and 2, and I'm guessing number 4 to 29 or something like that. Please let us know when they're back up. Rod, shout outs to your cousin Anthony Morrow. I'm really proud of him as a Georgia Tech alum. So I know obviously the same goes for you. I'd already left Atlanta by the time he came on campus, but all I've ever heard from him is, uh, fo and folks around the school is that he has been positive. Uh, didn't know he'd uh, be that good so soon, but with that smooth J, he had to make it. Don't know if you would use him to the fullest, but that's a frustrating discussion for another time. 
Yeah. Um, I don't want to slander Paul Hewitt because uh, that nigga puts people in the NBA. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, you guys keep up the good work. I've been trying to hear some of the older episodes while I was trying to keep up with the new ones. Where else can I get advice like just pull your dick out? Y'all even have my wife listening in. Now put this on your fucking wall and have a good one. Call the Haitian one. Uh, he's on Twitter too, at Carl the Haitian number one. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you for that, man. That was a great email. And uh, yeah, we I'm trying to get the whole episodes up. I don't know how it's gonna work out, but you know. Yeah, we we and, and guys, we are up to something good concerning you guys. So pretty soon we'll be able to roll out some stuff to make it a more fun, interactive. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. Let me make sure I'm going to the right email next. Tanisha writes in. Okay. Hey, y'all. Really, Rod, pulling your dick out, laughing my ass out. My neighbor told me that he has actually answered the door naked for Jehovah Witnesses before. Ah! I guess he's not as crazy as I thought. No, he's crazy. But what am I to do as a woman? I have no dick. Should I answer the door with one titty out? Maybe both? What do you advise? Um, yes, I say you answer the door with both your titties out and uh, just... Next email, send me your address. Uh, the friend zone. <laughs> I had a good friend. I had to cut him out of the friend circle because he was a dumbass. That used to say he, he had all these friends. Mind you, they were all women. And he was only friends with them just to figure out their situation, i.e. dating, married. If they liked him or waiting for them to like him after he told them how he felt. Um, so, I guess this dude claimed, like, oh, I got a bunch of friends. But they're not his fucking friends. They're women he wants to fuck. Yeah. And he's just waiting on it. And this happens a lot. A lot of dudes oh, do this. And it's not even intentional. No. Like, it's not like they're sitting around like, I'm plotting on these chicks. Mm-mm. We're just fucking kind of stupid. Like, we just think, like, man, I want that pussy. How do I get it? Well, I'll just be her friend until I figure out a way in. And the way in is never. You're never going to figure a way in no, if, if she one, thinks you're a friend. Yes. Yeah, so once you fall in that category, sometimes, yeah, it's very hard to get Yeah, so pull your dick out. Um... Basically, make, I, her make the decision, nigga. Make her make the decision. Yeah. Basically, I agree with you, Rod. He should have pulled his dick out from the jump and he wouldn't have to go through the bullshit. Well, now that I think about it, he did pull his dick out on three or four girls, but this was after six or seven months of their friendship, which is kind of exactly what I was talking about. This is the way out of the friend zone. They did fall for the dick pull out, but when he revealed to him that he liked them for so long, Girls got mad that he took advantage of them and felt their friendship was a sham. Dumbass. Uh, alright, now look. That's on them chicks. They stupid. Yeah. Cause, if, first of all, how's that an insult? Look, I've been wanting to fuck you for a while and, you know, I couldn't figure a way out so we became friends. Now I'm fucking you. Cool, we had this friendship and it's turned into this romance. What? You been liking me? Get out! And, and, <laughs> and bitches are stupid because I had to be like, not all, but yeah, no, no, yeah. all of them, all women have vaginas and they're stupid. <laughs> and the, the biggest reason why I said that is because don't you want the person fucking you to know you? It's stupid, man. A lot of these people have romance backwards, and they're like, I don't want somebody that's my friend. Yo, my my friend should be such and such. I know, you know, my friend is this person. Like, no, there's nothing wrong with your best friend being your husband and your wife. It's probably actually the best idea. 
Because you actually can tell them shit. Because communication is such a crucial part of a marriage. And most of y'all are going to fail at it. Because you're, you're busy telling your fucking friends all your business. And going home and doing the silent treatment. But, you know, whatever. You know, I ain't trying to help you. Y'all niggas keep fucking up. Um... I think you should be careful of the advice you are giving people, Rod. Not everybody knows how to work the dick pull out, and it might backfire on them. There's only one way to learn, Tanisha. Trial and error. Practice, baby. Practice. Yes. Like, I practice my dick pull out. Like, oh, there it is. Then I put it back up. You yeah. just put it in the mirror. Just like, bam. Yeah, just like you have to practice your titty pull out. Just snip your bra real quick. Snip your bra Yeah. Out. If you don't practice these things in the mirror, well, I don't know. Yeah. I hope none of you guys are just willy-nilly running out in public pulling out your dick. That is ridiculous. Yeah, or either get you the ones that snap on the front. Just pop it and have them pop bust out on them. Yeah, so, come on. Uh, although I don't know if that works the same for women out of the friend zone, but you will get fucked, more than likely. Yes, you will. Um, <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> women will get fucked more than men will get fucked. Yeah, I they you. might put you in a different type of zone, but it might you might be in the jump-off zone. Uh, whole zone. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> I hate this stereotype for women, and our society is all fucked up, but you need to know the dude pretty well before you pull that trick. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. How fast... You know, because you need to know how fast to pull the dick out. The type of light lighting needed. Ah! All that. I think the technique needs to be refined, documented, and then published. Steve Harvey did it. Why can't you? <laughs> but since this, <laughs> since this will be a guy for men, and it's a known fact that men don't read books, put it back in a, um, put it on the back of a beer bottle or something. Whatever works for you. Anyway, love the show as always. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know uh, if I want to write a whole book on this shit, but it, I, I would love to be the author of a book called Pull Your Dick Out. I would love. To fucking just go <laughs> on Oprah and be like, uh, award-winning author of the relationship guide, pull your dick out, <laughs> Roderick Marl, <Morrow. laughs> yeah. aka Rodimus Prime, aka yeah. Thought Leader on Twitter. Yeah. We welcome him to our show. God, I couldn't even see myself with a serious face doing that shit. Yes, the the the, the uh, front of the book would have you with a big ass smile on your face. Yeah. Oh. Uh, keep donating, guys. That's our next goal. Our goal is so Roger can write a book called Pull Your Dick. No, I'm not writing no fucking book. Don't listen to that. It's too much work. <laughs> Do that shit. I like talking. Uh, hey, man. Well, audio book called Pull Your Dick Out. I don't know, Karen. Karen got all these ideas as work for me to do. I'm never coming up with shit for her to do. Y'all ever see me on the pod? Oh, Karen, uh, Frank, I'm gonna need you to redesign the website. Well, anyway, Karen's coming to redesign the website. It'll be up tonight. Well, you know, you're the hardest working man on Twitter and Facebook and everybody else's podcast. Keep up the work, son. <laughs> uh, Isaac Wright said, Hey, man. My MP3 player done blew up on me the week of Christmas, so I'm a little behind on the podcast. Listening to 106 right now, playing catch up. I like how everybody gives us like an update. Like, hey, uh, don't be mad. I've, I've been listening, right? But I'm a little behind on my payments. We ain't mad at you. Yeah, it's cool, dog. We don't thank y'all for still listening. He says, but I know you're a big movie fan. I was just wondering if you're thinking of catching The Green Hornet. I saw it a couple nights ago and... If you're a Seth Rogen fan at all, I think you'll really like it. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I all it's almost a parody of superhero films. Cool. That being said, there was a racial question that popped into my head while watching it, and I wanted to throw it your way. No one in the flick ever drops fuck, but the Hornet calls Kato a pussy like three times in a row, and there's one time where he says something about being balls deep in crime. Uh, if it were Donald Glover playing the Hornet instead of Seth Rogen, I can't help but wonder if that shit would have been cut or slapped with an R rating. Anyway, go see it. Isaac, 
I've thought about your question, and here's my answer. Thought Leader Rodimus Prime says, no, nah, it wouldn't have been no difference. Um, because in, um, <laughs> if y'all remember, I think it was, uh, Transformers, the second one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the two racist robots, uh, voiced by SpongeBob and, um, uh, probably Waka Flocka or whoever the fuck. Um, <laughs> They were calling dudes pussy in the movie more than once. Mm-hmm. And they were clearly in black robot face. Like, uh, they were black robots. I don't say. Matter of fact, ah. uh, not to get too on a tangent, but all you motherfuckers that keep saying that those two portrayals of those robots wasn't racist and you can't tell that they was black and one of those voiced by a white dude, suck my dick. Yeah, them dudes was speaking nigga English on the uh, big screen. I'm we sorry. ain't no reading bots. They uh-huh. one had a gold tooth and a gold tooth, and they're like, if you assume that he's black, then that makes you racist. Well, you know what? Suck my dick. Because if a dude like that was walking towards uh-huh. you late at night, you would cross the street, you dumb motherfucker. God, I hate y'all. Anyway, Isaac, thanks for the email. Uh, yes, thank. And you. we all gonna go see it. Karen yeah. fell asleep on me and pulled the okie doke. Yes. So I'll try to see it today. tonight. Uh, Ruben writes in and says, Hey, Rod, your boy Vic is one uppity Negro. He reminds me of Carlton from The Fresh Prince. Agreed, Ruben. Ah, ah, ah. I hang out with all kinds, man. Yes. That's what I do, man. Um, <laughs> we like them all. Of course, Mike writes in, last email. Rod and Karen, thanks to Rod's hurry up tweet, I'm emailing from Walmart as I shop. It will be short. Uh, which is still pretty long, but it's short for Mike, so I give him credit. <laughs> uh, it isn't just HBCUs with guns. There are lots of guns at UNC. Hunting rifles, shotguns, handguns, and the like. Even had a teammate arrested when a campus police saw a shotgun in the cab of his truck. Uh, co-sign Rod on the gun owner's thought process, especially in D.C. It's like Chris Rock's No Sex in the Champagne Room, where he's talking about clubs and metal detectors, saying, sure, it's safe inside, but what about all those people outside with guns? They know you ain't got one, except in D.C. It's all criminals who know law-abiding citizens don't have one. Speaking of burned penises, uh, I know a kid who broke his, broke his in college. Broke his dick. How do you break your dick? He had to wear sweats for weeks and wasn't supposed to be aroused during the time period at all. This dude with the burned meat is doomed. How do you break your dick? I don't know. I don't even want to know that story. Keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. Last time I checked it out, got bones in it. So how do you break it? I did hear about this porn star that broke his dick one time during the sex scene. Uh, I think it was Bethany Benz was fucking... King Prince Yashua or something like that. It was all over Twitter. I'd never watched the video. I don't want to see a dude get his dick broken. I'm sorry. If it's possible, I don't want to know about it. Um, it's like how I can't watch Sean Livingston on that play where he fucks up his knee. I, I'm good. Y'all win. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, out. He says, four logos in football tonight on my mandate. Uh, with some friends, lunch, putting together a grill, using a new grill and four locos. It ain't that warm, Mike. You live in Charlotte, too. Um, can you come up with a better name than a mandate? Girls say all this great stuff, but besides hang out or guys night out, we got nothing. Uh, we need to get our own names that aren't all quirosexual sounding. Love the show. Peace out, Cub Scout. Um, yeah, I don't know what I would call it. I, I, I like kicking it. I like to say I'm just going to kick it. But that's it, man. Um, of course, that's uh, I believe we touched on everything, so make sure you check out the show. Go to iTunes, Facebook, 
Podomatic. Search for the Black Guy Who Tips. Google us, whatever. Um, you can also leave comments on the show. Uh, go to iTunes, leave us a review. Uh, call the show 704-557-0186. Make sure that you email the show, the Black Guy Who Tips at gmail.com. And of course, uh, if you would like to uh, follow us on Twitter, I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That as in D-A-T. Yeah, and um, you know, definitely always uh, check us out because we do interact with people on Twitter. We have a list. It's called the Blackout Tips Dash Three, I think. And uh, follow that list. It's all the people who have been on the show, who write the show, and things like that. Um, so you know, that's always great. Go to the BlackoutTips.com. Look on the right hand side. There's a button that says PayPal. Click that shit. Give us some money. Yes, sir. Your donations help. All right. And um, also don't forget the show is brought to you by. ShadowDogProductions.com. Yes, sir. So make sure you guys uh, click on that sponsor and check them out. They're always in the show notes. Um, so you can help us out greatly by just showing them, hey, we can drive traffic to your site and have people check you out and see what your product's doing. All right. Yeah. So until next time, love you. You too, baby. Till it's bright out Oh, just another lonely night Are you willing to sacrifice your life? Ah! Get your monster, no good blood sucker Fat motherfucker, now look who's in trouble As you run through my jungles, all you hear is rumble Kanye West samples, here's one for example Gossip, gossip, nigga, just stop it Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert Profit, profit, nigga, I get it Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert I'ma need to see your fucking hands So mommy best advice is just to get on top of this Have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? I put the pussy in a sarcophagus Now she claiming that I bruise her esophagus Head of the class and she just wanna swallow shit I'm living in the future so the present is my past My present is a present, kiss my ass Things all have in common Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking monster Conquer, stop it, stop your silly nonsense Nonsense, none of you niggas know where the swamp is None of you niggas have seen the carnage that I've seen I still hear things scream in my 
wanna know what my Achilles heel is Love, I don't get enough of it All I get is these vampires and bloodsuckers All I see is these niggas I made millionaires Milling about, spilling their feelings in the air All I see is these fake fucks with no things Trying to draw blood from my ice cold veins I smell a massacre Seems to be the only way to back you back Gosh, gosh, nigga just stop it Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert